Welcome to Mr. Podcast with Claude and Justin. We are here starting our Watchmen series of podcasts uh, covering the pilot episode, which I'm sure has a title. Uh, I don't know what the title is. Who watches the Watchmen? No, I have no idea what it's called. Um, it's something, 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 something. Let me find out. <laughs> it's got a name. Give we're me a very name. prepared. Uh, yeah, I know. We're we're really we know we know all the facts. Um, yep. Let's see. It's called "It's Summer and We're Running Out of Ice." Yeah, I knew that. That's what I knew. Uh, yeah. So this is the new hot Damon Lindelof joint, uh, fresh off the presses, premiered last week. Um, you know, the HBO uh, adaptation, if you will, of the movie adaptation, if you will, of the comic. If you will. If you will. I hope that you will. If you will, go through those steps. Um, Yeah, so what did you think, Justin? I mean, uh, I guess we could talk a little bit about our experience with The Watchmen. General reaction? You looking for a general reaction? Should we play the bumper? Yeah, cue the bumper. (laughs) General reaction! I don't know. (laughs) What what do those sound like? I've got a little Jay and Jack here. Yeah, I, hopefully I have no not frame that. of reference. Yeah, we I feel don't like do people don't do that anymore. You know, I listen yeah. to podcasts and like yeah. it's like, done now. They'll do like an intro thing, but yep. yeah, I feel like that was like yeah, I don't know. Old it's school. over. Yeah, yeah. It's, because everyone does podcasts now. Like there it used to be a yeah. thing, and like now everyone's got a podcast. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And no one's got time for that. Like just yeah, say no your one... fucking thing. Like Yeah, just get on with it. Yeah, like we don't So I did not read the, the graphic novel The Watchmen ever. Uh, my only experience Good. with the story Thanks. I worked hard on that. <laughs> Proud uh, of my you. Only experience was the movie that came out years ago that I had mixed feelings about. Um basically my review of the movie was it was okay. I thought that um the you know the con the, the story of the movie is that there's these these sort of superhero characters who in their heyday had some adventures, but the story is about you know after all their heyday stuff. And my whole thing they've been like the movie, outlawed or something like that. Yeah. So my whole thing with the movie was like, wow, I'd rather watch what you guys were doing in your heyday. Like that seemed more interesting to me than the actual story of the Watchmen in the movie uh i did Which really like more or less the story than comics I yeah and i i did like the dr manhattan character a lot i thought that was probably the most interesting character mm-hmm. uh, but besides that it was it was kind of hit and miss to me i didn't I, I wasn't really in love with it um yeah what did you think of the movie uh i pretty much agree i thought it was okay it i think uh i think there was something um interesting about the world and the subject matter and the take on superheroes like mm-hmm. that i appreciated but i think the actual movie was yeah it was eh, it was mediocre it was fine i mean it was you know very stylized and uh you know the action was uh entertaining and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and and i think the moment i probably liked the best was towards the end when it's like uh i don't remember how they say it but it's like oh yeah like you're trying to stop me but i already did the thing like 30 minutes ago ozymantis yeah like yeah they're all that's what you're talking about like something like 
they're trying to stop him from blowing up the city or something. Yeah, exactly. It was like too late. Yeah, because he's like the smartest character or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's like the normal way that plot goes is yeah. You know, you stop them just in time, and they sit there and they yak. You know, they uh they start yapping uh, on and on to mm-hmm. uh to the hero character, even if they're captured long enough to you know be defeated and and their their plan to be stopped and and mm-hmm. the world is saved, et cetera, et cetera. And it's like no, 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 no. I already did that. It's over. <laughs> I thought that was great. Yeah, uh, like because it it caught me off guard. I think uh if. I understand correctly and you know if there's any like hardcore comic fans you know sorry uh i haven't read the comics either you know i saw the movie i have some vague idea i think in the comics it's actually like a giant squid that mm-hmm. attacks like new york city and i think there's some reference to it here uh yes. in the show mm-hmm. uh so uh because I, I think the show is like taking the comics as backstory that's what i've been led to believe by like articles that i've read um where um damon lindloff has talked about the show and like how it relates to the comics so it's sort of like you could take that as like backstory i don't think you have to know it to really understand the show but yeah i believe the the show takes place some decades after the events in the in the graphic novel yeah it's basically set in the present and the comics were like written and set in the eighties. Yes. So, and I think the movie was also set in the Mm eighties. I think that's what they did. Yep. I think that's right. It felt that way. Like, you know, like Richard Nixon is on his whatever term, you know, like that's the, it's Mm -hmm. like this uh, alternate, what do they call it? Speculative fiction Mm -hmm. kind of thing. Um, Which I think is interesting. You know, it's like, to me, that's a cool idea. Um, you know, reading comics is like not something I've really ever learned how to do, but mm-hmm. um, but I like the idea of the story. And in terms of like, you know, I guess superhero stories are, are something that I always have some trouble with. And I think, you know, the thing about Watchmen that was interesting is that uh, with the exception of Dr. Manhattan, which is, you know, is its own thing, like most of the Watchmen like don't actually have superpowers. They're just like, you know they just have like training they're like batman or something you know yeah like mm-hmm. they have gadgets and they're like good at like uh gadgeting reflexes and martial arts and stuff you know but yeah. like but they don't they don't literally have like magic you know these like you know powers that a lot of superheroes have you know they could fly they they powers, climb buildings yeah. they can shoot lasers out of their eyes or whatever you know like it's none of that so it's like it's strangely grounded and it, it's also like a very political story i think yep um it's like framed in that way and i think you know this new series like really picks up on that um in a way that you know maybe it's like a, a little more interesting or, or at the very least like a little more um connected to current times <laughs> yeah like when it was written in the 80s i think it was very very now but it's been a long time since the eighties. Sorry. Um, so who are you apologizing to? It's a different. <laughs> I'm apologizing to myself. I don't know. Everyone who misses the eighties, basically. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, it's like nostalgic in a way. You know, you got Stranger Things. You know, there's a lot of like eighties nostalgia. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but uh, you know, it's a different world, and also uh, you know, an I think show the new show is like trying to uh, 
bring the concept of the comics up into something that feels like a little more current. Yeah. Uh, that like resonates with what's going on now, while at the same time being still a kind of speculative alternate reality. It's not like it's Trump, you know, it's um, mm-hmm. Robert Redford, you know, as the president. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but you still have all this like crazy shit. And I guess like the stuff from the comics, the giant squid, whatever other bullshit happened in the movie slash comics, like happened, but it's over. Yeah. And there's this whole thing with the police. Like there's a lot of stuff to take in. Like it's actually, um, it's actually hard to digest like everything that's going on in this world. Yep. Um, uh, just from the episode itself. Um, but anyway, just to get back to, uh, yeah, my general perspective is pretty similar. I, I feel pretty similarly about the movie. Like, I think it was fine, but I feel like there was room to make uh, a more interesting movie out of that material. And I kind of feel like this show has potential to sort of realize that. Yeah, I think it only is going to be able to. It, it already feels better to me. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think one the big episode. thing is is it it's more relevant to what's happening right now, and um, that's a huge huge thing. And I think it being its own material and not just an adaptation of the source material is huge. Um, right. So I was able oh, to I just, love that. Yeah. yeah, I was able to just go in and and not, you know, the stuff that I don't understand. I know the show is going to explain in its own exactly. Time. Yeah, and there is a lot to digest. Eggs, but you don't have to know those to like yeah. follow the story. Yeah, so I think, uh, but yeah, overall, I really enjoyed the pilot. I thought it was a good setup. Uh, it it did a lot of. There's a couple of key things it did that that hooked me. Uh, that it could have done badly. That would have not hooked me. Mm-hmm. And uh, but I think yeah, overall, I, I enjoyed it, and it uh, it makes me think it's going to be you know, worth watching. And another, it reminds me a little bit of like, um, of, uh, Westworld mm. just in terms of it being an HBO show, yeah. you know, high caliber, um, yeah. you know, good sort of a speculative side. Yeah, exactly. Thing. Yeah. So yeah. I'm hoping it doesn't go down the rabbit holes that that did where it, <laughs> it just too. became like, <laughs> it kind of became uninteresting sort of um too self-involved almost maybe i would say for worst world uh and i couldn't really connect anything that was happening in worst world to to real life yeah um which isn't always a thing you need to do but no um, no 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 yeah so anyway yeah i i I I think yeah just like some of the mysteries west world was like um i think i think it was it was really wrapped up in some of those like trying to surprise you with various things and it was like they had a few moves it was like uh mm-hmm. this character's a robot or like whatever they call them mm-hmm. um that was that was move number one and then uh move number two was um oh you know we're playing around with the timeline like Mm-hmm. You think these things are happening simultaneously, yeah. but this is actually in the past, you know? Yeah, and I didn't um, appreciate those gimmicks because it felt unnecessary. I, and it didn't feel, I didn't understand why I was being tricked. Yeah. You know, uh, it seemed when, like just tricking you 
for the yeah. just for shock yeah, value or just, whatever. It just didn't really seem to serve a it purpose. Didn't have a more interesting story to tell, so they decided yeah. to tell a less interesting story in a tricky way. Yeah. And that exactly. felt that felt gimmicky to me. Um yeah. and yeah. Uh but anyway, I'm hoping uh I have very high hopes for uh Watchmen and because uh, I think yeah. it's specifically because of, of what it's trying to do it seems like it has a very specific thing and i've actually not read uh, much about the show because i want to be surprised so i don't really know what damon lindelof has said he's trying to do uh you know i don't yeah. really want to get into that kind of stuff personally because i, I just want to be surprised by the show and see sure. see what kind of happens you know yeah yeah i i generally agree i really read the articles that i read because I wanted to know how it was supposed to relate to the comics. That was the specific thing I was worried about, I guess. Mm -hmm. Like, was it just taking the comics as like sort of inspiration and going from there or, you know what I mean? Like I I just wasn't clear on that. So I just wanted to know what the, what the approach was, but, um, but yeah, uh, I I don't, uh, I don't need to hear, um, every thought on like what the story is and how it's going and stuff like that. So yeah, uh, I think it's better to just let the story develop as it's told, you know, in the actual show. And I think, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was a a compelling pilot. I definitely, you know, it, it it raised a lot of questions. It felt, you know, Linda Loffy for lack of a better word. Um, Mm -hmm. and at the same time, it presented a comic booky, superhero e world that you know that i could actually appreciate i don't know uh it still felt like grounded in some kind of yeah it's it's barely superhero y right like, yeah it point, is yeah it's, it's right uh, on the edge of that definitely yeah uh where it's like yeah arguably it's not that but it's like you know they wear these costumes mm-hmm. yeah they have some technology at, at this point there's some vigilantism and yeah. There's some sci-fi-ish technology, um, you know, with a couple of, you know, the ship and things like yeah, that. Yeah, they had the owl um, thing. That was in the movie. I remember yeah. that. Uh, but otherwise, yeah, it's it's really, really, really grounded, which I think is the way to go for this thing. So that yeah, when definitely. a crazy thing does happen, it'll really stand out, you know, and they have yeah. room to grow into yeah. whatever they might do for that. I mean, honestly, the only character I'd like to see is Dr. Manhattan, because I think he's one of these, like, the most interesting character yeah. in the world. So I'm curious what might, how that character might fit into this world. And I'm I'm yeah. not really plugged into any of the other characters from Watchmen, so I really don't care. There's a brief care. reference to Dr. Manhattan, um, like a TV news story. Mm, okay. Um, that like they show very briefly like Dr. Manhattan on Mars or something like that. And they show this gotcha. like, building and you see him like, I, yeah, I, I think uh, I missed that. Yeah. It's yeah. It's pretty brief. Um, I guess we're going to do, we're going to watch it. So we'll see it here in a second. Yeah. We'll do a commentary so we can, uh, you guys at home can sync up with this and watch it with us as we discuss it. Um, and, uh, but yeah. yeah, I agree. Uh, uh, in terms of like the characters in the comics, it's like, so, uh, I guess like one thing that I did get out of the thing, which, um, is like sort of, I don't know if it's a spoiler, but whatever. Anyway, it's out there is that, um, like, so since they're taking the comics as a background, like if a character died, 
in the comics, then that character is dead. Yeah. So Rorschach, for example, dies in the comics. So the actual Rorschach, I mean, you know, there's like this group that's appropriating the mask and stuff like that. That's the thing. It's a way to sort of keep the character alive. In a way, it's almost like a man in black block thing. But uh, the actual Rorschach is dead. Okay. So uh, he won't be in the show, for example. Gotcha. Wow. Uh, but I think Dr. Manhattan, any of the characters who were alive uh, at the end of the comics could show up or not. But clearly from the pilot, you know, they are not the focus. The focus is these uh, new characters that, yep. you know, have been invented by the team, which I think is a great idea. Like, I vastly prefer this to yep. what I thought it was going to be, which was just an ad- adaptation of the comic, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I was not that excited about it because I feel like I already knew the story and it's like, okay, like, maybe you can yep. do the giant squid or something, but, like, ugh, I don't necessarily... I, and, that. you know, that's the thing about Damian Lindelof, you know, and he he wants to do interesting things. And I think there could have been a lot of other writer and creators who would have just, Hey, let's just do the Watchmen on TV and yeah. it'll be the same thing. And we'll just go comic issue by issue and yeah. we'll just recreate that story. And I think it's way more interesting to do it this way. It's, you know, similar to uh, the, the leftovers thing, you know, he likes, Definitely. he likes to live in that adaptation world where he can leverage the source material but yeah. then also create something new. Yeah. And I think that even Prometheus is like Prometheus that. exact same way. Yeah. He likes that sweet spot. Um, he doesn't necessarily want to create his own thing from scratch. Yeah. Yeah. He even likes, Lost was that way. Even you know, Lost was a thing yep. before he joined. Exactly. That's really been his MO for his career. It's yeah. like, I will take something that exists and then figure out what's interesting about it or an yeah. interesting way to, to look at it and go from there. So, um, yeah, you know, Lost was great. Obviously, as you guys know, we liked Lost, so A plus on that. Uh, Big leftover, fans. yeah, <laughs> I like it a little bit. And you know, leftovers. Um, overall, I'd give that show a thumbs up. You know, it had some hits and misses. Great overall, moments. I yeah. mean, season two had like some of the best things I've ever seen. It's just that, yeah, season three yep. was a little bit of a letdown, and season one is like kind of weird. Season one is actually an adaptation of the novel. Yeah. Um, I do feel like they took off when they got out of the novel, but mm-hmm. yeah, you know, I think I was going to say this um, on we'll the last lowdown, oh. um, but since we're talking about a Damon Lindelof thing, maybe, maybe it's appropriate to throw in here because I, I don't think, I don't think this has really been in Watchmen yet. I mean, there's only one episode. So like, what can you say about a show that's like <laughs> so new, but mm-hmm. um, uh, I, I feel like one big problem I had with season three of The Leftovers was that, um, you know, they built up this mythology and, and you know, they really lean on it in a way for the narrative. But at the same time, there was a lot of signaling from the way those things are framed, like mm-hmm. with the like, Perfect Strangers thing and, and uh, the Book of Kevin and all the stuff where it was like, it was turned into this weird sort of jokey thing where it was like, Mm. here's our mythology here's our mysteries but they're also like kind of silly bullshit mm. you know um and i feel like there's there is a little bit of that attitude in lost mm-hmm. and uh I, I don't know that to me that kind of bothers me i guess like if uh if i'm actually going to be invested in a thing i don't want to be told it's like silly bullshit um 
but if you tell me it's silly bullshit, then like, why do I care? It's interesting you say that because I feel like the epitome of that, in a nutshell, in one scene uh, from the leftovers, is the disappearing bagel. Yeah, because there's something silly about a bagel disappearing and trivial, but yeah. it's also very crazy if it did disappear. Right. right. So I think it's a, a good yeah. example of what you're talking about, um, where it gets. Yeah, there's something there to his theming that he likes to to uh, maybe it's underlining the absurdity of these types of situations and that's yeah. how he can he can illustrate that how absurd it is by making it jokey or making it yeah. in that kind of way of like well of all the people blah, blah 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 this guy from perfect strangers like you know right um it's this thing that comes out of left field you know uh so yeah, yeah. it's interesting yeah i can see that yeah, yeah. I think um I think I just enjoyed it more um not that like a little bit of, you know, comedy or absurdity is like a problem. It's just that like when that becomes like the focal viewpoint uh mm-hmm. for certain storylines, you know, it's all like, oh, the chicken told me the world's going to end. It's just like yeah. It starts it's like okay, like I really don't care now. Like why do you even well, that's but that's the thing, and I think that's why he keeps doing that is because it's almost this. Um, I don't know if I can find the right words, but it's almost this like uh, like you're you're on a you're you're a fish on the end of a fishing hook, right? And they're reeling you in, and as they they're reeling you in towards a, a, a fantastical idea, right? That okay, two percent of the world's population disappeared. Okay, that's a fantastical idea that they proved was true. Now, what else can we get you to believe? Can we get you to believe a chicken can talk? Right. And I think that's that's where the thing is. That To me, that's where it comes from. And that's where the ideas lie is, is now that we've told you you're on a mystical island. Yeah. What else could you believe? And I think that's the question he really likes to ask, right? Is when you say, in Leftovers was all about that, right? When you say something supernatural has happened, what else will that get you to believe? If, okay, 2% of yeah. the world's population disappears, does that mean someone can hug you and take your guilt away? Yeah. I don't know. Let's find out. And I think that's that's the playground, right? So when you set up the, the boundaries of the world, which is at one point, in one discreet way, something crazy happened, right? So now we've set up the boundaries of the world, or we've set up the playground for the world, and then you try to figure out what the boundaries of that belief system becomes, right? For each individual character, right? So Locke is, I'm blanded on this island, now I can walk. Now what does that make me think about myself and my place and what we should do, right? Versus Jack of, I land on this island and there's some weird stuff, but I, you know, yeah, I saw my dad maybe, but I'm also still going to be skeptical for a very long time. Mm-hmm. You know, be, you know, versus if he had, if if he was paraplegic and then could walk, right? Um, he would have had a different perspective on that. So I think that's you bring up an interesting point because that's really the bulk of kind of what Damon likes to do is ask that question of now that we've convinced you something crazy is possible in the world, what else will you believe in? And that really. T- ties into our you know our real reality of our, our beliefs and which lead to our actions right so you know if you believe that this presidential candidate is uh, has a mandate to lead what does that mean or 
or if you're religious and you think uh, this event is ordained by God, then what will you believe? You know what I mean? So like that idea of setting up uh, sort of the extent at which reality is malleable or crazy or unpredictable, you know, what follows after that? Cause it's, cause he's not, he, he doesn't like, he doesn't want to go cool. Some people disappeared. Now everything's normal, right? It's not that world. Right. And some people disappeared and now people are going to keep thinking weird things because of that weird thing that happened. Right. And that seems to be what he likes to deal with is, is how far will we go after that point? You know, uh, because that was the interesting thing about the leftovers, right? Be- just because one crazy thing happens doesn't mean it will happen again. And doesn't necessarily mean the other supernatural or possibly supernatural events are real. Right. You know, but the way the human mind works, we might, we might tie those things together. Right. And say, well, Hey, that one crazy thing happened. Maybe this crazy thing can happen. Yeah. You know, and, and I think that's an interesting place to kind of, to deal with story. It's a very unique, <laughs> like, um, engine or whatever for storytelling. Yeah. 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 And I think, I think it is, it is something that, uh, I'm, uh, uh, drawn to in a certain way obviously but at the same time it can be very frustrating and i think mm-hmm. that's what um you know has led to some of the backlash mm-hmm. or at least in part like that's well that's an issue with the back yeah because because when you when you start asking those questions what other crazy things can happen then the audience kind of wants an answer, but yeah. he doesn't want to give you an answer. He's not really interested point. in that part. Yeah. 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 Cause he doesn't know. Right. <laughs> right. You know, he doesn't know and he wants you to think about it and let the mystery be, you know? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> right. So it's interesting to me to see how Watchmen is going to deal with that because, you know, as we said, the pilot is pretty grounded. Um, you know, but there are some crazy aspects of the world. So I'm curious to see how yeah. that, that quality, we should name whatever that is that, um, I don't know how to describe it, but that thing of, uh, you set up a crazy scenario and then you, then you're invited to, you know, you're, you're invited to dig your own grave into how much you think things will continue to be crazy, you know? Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. How much else does that allow or like Mm -hmm. how much does that open you up to believing in any number Mm -hmm. of other things? Yeah. Yeah, That's almost a very heavy focal point for the uh, leftovers. Yeah. It's almost like, Oh, I won the lotto, which is very, you know, the odds are very low that you'll win, but does that mean I'm super extra lucky now? (laughs) You Mm -hmm. know, or does that mean that because I won this crazy thing that like, I should actually expect never to be lucky again. Right. You know, right. or does it have no bearing on or how either. lucky I'll be? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which, which that's the Lindelof shuffle, you know, that's yeah. the three, the three qualities. Right. Right. Yeah. It's this yeah. thing or that thing or neither things or yeah. the fourth time. It's like, it's both things. Yeah. 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 I think with this show so far, it's, it's not, um, it's not quite there yet. Like I think mm-hmm. it's um, uh, the questions you have in the sh- in, in from the pilot are more 
basic questions like they they're not on the level of yeah you know it did this crazy supernatural thing happen it's it's just like mm-hmm. you know uh why did this character do this thing you know they're all basic like, drama questions yeah yeah exactly it's like something you could you know so i think there is still like a mystery element but mm-hmm. a lot of it is about the world building and a lot of it is just about like character motivations you know that we don't fully know yet you know or maybe character backstories that we don't fully know yet yeah you know which is also something he enjoys a lot but yeah i don't like from the pilot alone like i don't fully see but on the other hand you know it takes a while for lost and the leftovers to get there so it's entirely possible that oh it'll get there there's uh, no way it's not gonna get there we'll head in that direction (laughs) <laughs> there's no way yeah there's no way it's not gonna get there but yeah uh, so far yeah. it's it's more um more like uh a show with unanswered questions that you know um i could see someone else do i mean listen for his major tv shows you know season two is where the sweet spot is so i'm expecting right. season one of this to be pretty good and lay the groundwork for a really awesome season two is yeah, how yeah, yeah. I would sort of expect this to go if I was betting on it. Because uh, he'll have some more freedom once he gets out the right. the adaptation-y kind of stuff. Um, and the sort of basic ideas that they had. They'll, you know, write themselves into a corner and then come up with something crazy for season two. Right. Well, cool. All right. You want to get into right. it? Yeah, let's do it. All right, everybody. thing. We're gonna sync up with this for some. Uh, it's summer and we're running out of ice. Is that what's going on? Is that what's going on? Yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> Great title. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I guess we'll do a countdown here. We'll do some Watchmen pilot. Yeah, let's do it. All right, everybody. Here we go. Watchmen pilot. And five, four, three, two, play. Watchmen Real. I really enjoyed this intro. I thought it was... Oh, I forgot about this intro. When I saw this intro, I immediately thought about The Leftovers. Ah, uh uh-huh. Like, this sort of, like, weird, out-of-context intro thing. Hmm. It's like, huh? Yep. Yeah, I thought this was an interesting way to start it. Like, the connection to the show is, like, a little bit... Yeah, you're trying to figure out how does this relate to the show. Yeah. Yeah, it's, like, silent movie style. But it's actually, you know, really, 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 really connected. Uh, Not only in terms of the the real history of this character they're displaying, but this idea of law and order and the sheriff and protecting people, um, you know, which we're going to see throughout the entire show, yeah. Right. Right. That's Yep, that's the last shot in the episode. <laughs> it's basically a sheriff badge. <laughs> yeah, it's a good point. It's a good point. They cut to this, which I thought was really interesting. Oh, okay, right, right, right. Right, so there's actually two layers to the intro. Yeah. The movie and then the flashback. Mm-hmm. Can we mock justice today? 
Like, I guess that's the main thing. Like, in The Leftover Season 2, they have this flashback to, like, long ago in the same place as, like, where Jargon yeah, was. Yeah, gotcha. That's what this reminds me of. Yeah, because this, exactly, the, the main story takes place in the same town. Exactly. Yeah, I remember, like, why is she crying as she's playing this? And then I'm like, oh. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Yeah, I really did not expect this. Yeah, the context here, I mean, is completely out of left field. Really haven't seen anything like it. Um, I was familiar with this general story of the, the riots here. When did you learn about this, by the way? I heard about this several years ago. Okay, yeah, I think I learned about this about two years ago. Yeah, yeah. I did like, not know this was a thing until this relatively recently. not reasonably. taught in mainstream American history. Yeah. Uh, and I, I, I'm sure it was on Twitter I found out about it. So when I saw this, I knew it was based on a real thing. Yeah. Um, I, think I did too, but a lot of people, only because it was within the last couple of years. Yeah, I think a lot of people didn't know it was real, and B, I think some people probably don't even know it's real. Yeah, 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 like, because the show is speculative, exactly. I guess you could imagine that they it made it. It feels like a, an alternate history. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's kind of crazy to start here, but yeah. based on where they're going, it I love that moment when he tells her not to shoot guy yeah because uh, this whole thing of every single decision you make is super important yeah from second to second you know yeah it also reminds me of lost in a way like starting on this moment of like yep. very high intensity yeah again the same thing with every decision you make is super critical yeah with the moment yeah yeah and like the decisions they're making are gonna affect the way things happen going yep. in the future yeah. in very large ways. Yeah, I just think you've never seen this tragedy depicted on screen before, as far as yeah. I know. Yeah, no, I've, I've never seen it. And for this to be the place that it starts, which has yeah. nothing to do with what we know about the Watchmen, right. that was brilliant. Yeah. Because you're left Really, even after the pilot, I'm still wondering how this really connects, besides yeah. setting the context of the town. Yeah, 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 yeah. We gotta go now. Make it just how much your mouth, boy. Obi, come on. We gotta go. Be strong. Yeah, this is where I was like, okay, surely this will come into play. This what? The, like this kid, basically. Like, oh yeah, because he's so young. Yeah. I, I I was thinking like, well, he's gonna have to be like super old if I they're setting this in the present. I figured out who he was before they revealed it, but I was yeah. thinking like, time-wise, he's got to be pretty old. Yeah. But I was thinking that'll probably up. be if they're gonna tie it in with the present, it's gonna be. With I also love that moment too because he 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 knows his parents aren't coming, so yeah. he doesn't have to do that thing of waiting for them. Right. So he actually got to see that they're gone and he's yeah. on his own.
And I find this cut really interesting because it's not yeah. clear what happened. It's very out of context. Yeah, you know, I, I guess you're and supposed they're all to experience sort of it. Thrown like the from did. the car almost, and yeah, maybe another explosion or something. Yeah. And I'm still not sure who that was addressed to. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think we know from this. Like, the people driving the car? Like, I would assume it was whoever he was going... Supposed to go to. Go to, but yeah. Yeah, I think we don't know who this baby is either. No. Which, which wouldn't be too much younger than him, so... Right. would still be a pretty old baby. Would have to be someone fairly old, yeah. yeah. I'm not sure if the baby matters, but I guess we'll find out. Yeah, I guess I assume since they put the baby in here, it would come into play somehow, but... It might not be that we see the baby, but they just reference it somehow, but... Mm -hmm. I just felt like there was some point to this. I don't even know whose baby that is, like... It's, it's the just... people in the car who were driving the car's baby. It's the people who are driving the car, okay. Yeah. This is great. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I remember seeing the shot going, what's that shadow? And then it's like, oh, geez. Okay. Oh. Oh, this is the title. Yeah. I, I think I didn't get that <laughs> when I watched this the first time. I just thought it was some weird, like, stylized thing. Yeah. Yeah, that was a great, that was a great intro. Yeah. I love that thing about the battery. It helps us understand we're sort of future. Yeah. Yeah, I, I still had no idea what this show was supposed to be at this point. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, another out of context. I don't intro. think you know what the show is even by the end of the pilot. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. But I feel like there's at least some elements that yeah, you I can, can sort of see going forward. You you understand the basic elements by the end, for sure. Exactly. Because I think, yeah, Whereas, once we, this whole thing was very well done when we don't see the cop's face until he mentions, uh, show me your face. Right. So that's another, our second big element of this interaction. This yeah. This world being different yes, than ours. Yes, sir. Sure. It is 9.35 p.m. September 8, 2019. Just so you know, Stop. present Fine, day, sir. more or less. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Good. Yeah. Fine. Thanks. How are you? What you drinking there? Oh, uh, Coca-Cola, sir. What are you hauling? Lettuce. Lettuce. Yes, sir. Can I take a look? Can I take a look at your face? Yeah, you're like, what? What did you just say to me? Hey, I'm, I'm sorry, officer. I was just kidding. License and registration. They're in the glove. Gonna reach over and open it on up, okay? 
Yeah, there's so many details here that are really interesting. This whole thing of needing to request a gun. Yeah, there's a lot of exposition buried in this scene. Hey, I just made the trap. And like he hated the fact that he has this guy on the other end of the phone. Right. Who's giving him a problem about it? Yeah, we meet that guy later. Oh, do we? I think so. It was a Rorschach mask. Yeah, Panda. Yeah, yeah. We totally need that character later. Not like a lot, but... Well, to me, the biggest thing that's different than this, obviously you have the, the sort of basic race reversal here. The black mm -hmm. cop stopping the white guy. Yeah. But then you have the, like, how hard it is to have use of force here. Right. How, hard, how, how many restrictions there are and protocols to yeah. get this gun, which is not in our real world. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's a dramatic illustration. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I got it. Thank you. And, like, I did not expect this when I was watching it the first time. Mm -hmm. But watching the scene this time, like, it mm -hmm. seems sinister to me. Yeah. Like, I read it completely differently. Because I didn't I really like... know where it was going the first time. Yeah, the, this is the extra thing I like about this. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. A, a lesser writer would have just had it be a truck full of weapons. Right. He was lying about the lettuce. But here's that Lindelof thing where it was both things. Exactly. Yeah, like, you <laughs> were right, but it was lettuce. Yeah, exactly. I told you it was lettuce. <laughs> and what's interesting about this is is I, I, I'm still not sure with the, with the way that they set up the history. You know, how we're supposed to take the racial dynamics here mm -hmm. um is this because they mentioned that this is black oklahoma later right and i don't understand i didn't catch if this was supposed to be the original version of oklahoma uh it was always a black version because of the history of how they set up the town right or is it just like our world where the original version is a white cast and this has been like black, yeah so it really could decide what we're supposed to think about that yeah yeah i don't think they really say mm -hmm. i assumed it was the same but yeah there's it's not really safe to do that yeah like did the population of tulsa become primarily black after the the events of the riots there mm -hmm. and the the, the the wall street the black wall street thing yeah It's definitely a great idea. It's like if you're gonna set the show in Oklahoma, which is already a bit strange, mm -hmm. uh, to uh, to use the old musical. Oh, I think this is Looking Glass. Okay, yeah, I love this. Uh, his mask. Yeah, and that was one of the interesting things. Is there's several different ways people cover their face, and I I don't understand why they're different. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. There's like the simple sort of. Like, mm -hmm. like, it's like the regular uh, beat cop thing. Yeah. With the yellow bottom face covering, and then this guy has his whole face. Crazy mask. There's another guy yeah. like a bear costume later or something. Yeah, that's Panda. Oh, that's Panda. Oh, I think so. Yeah. Yep. Makes sense then.
Oh, Don Johnson, what are your secrets? You know, I love seeing Don Johnson here because I haven't seen him in anything in a long time. And I was never big, a big Don Johnson fan, but I think this was a cool casting choice. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. It definitely threw me when he died. Uh, there's one scene where when I uh, saw it again, um, I was like, oh, I should have known he was going to die from this scene. The but scene I didn't when, he, it. when he like steals the show and he's singing and dancing. Yes. There was a head of lettuce and something small. She must have tossed it in. I believe it was Romaine. Were there any croutons? Not that I could ask. But there was some Caesar dressing. Goddamn lettuce weight. I love that line. Pull your face down and look so I can tie my tie in the reflection of your crazy mask. Yeah, that's insane. I wonder how he breathes in that thing, though. I do wonder, yeah. production-wise, like, how he breathes in it. Or if he's holding his breath through shots. The whole time, yeah. Yeah. I feel like this music is really... 1970s horror? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's got this old school vibe. It's weird. This is like a complete 1970s horror right here. Because they're, it's like a contemporary story, like yeah. very much so. But yeah, I think it's interesting to go for that retro well, the, vibe. The first piece of music when they did the time jump was like a contemporary hip hop song. Right, they right. Have this sinister music, which I don't understand why this is the context, but it works. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't really make sense even for this scene. I also don't understand why Don Johnson doesn't wear a face mask. Why it's okay for everyone mm -hmm. to know who he is. Yeah. Which clearly is a problem later. See, <laughs> <Yeah>, definitely. <laughs> when he's out, we're gonna move him to Maybe he should have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe like the the lead. I, I don't. What is his position? The chief? Like, what is he supposed to be? I'm not even sure. Yeah. sheriff commissioner yeah like maybe that person isn't supposed to wear a mask i don't know Did he tell anyone that he was police that's against the rules so here's some more world building about the police right. having to come up with cover stories about what they do yeah he didn't where did he tell folks that he was going when he was on shift Night school for engineering. All right. We'll say it was a carjacking. He was leaving school and that's when he got shot. Why? We have protocols. We just want to keep everybody safe. Safe. Yeah, I know what you're thinking. Mm -hmm. Fuck me and the horse I rode in on. Do you like Gio? He likes me. It does play like a scene where he should be dead, but he's not. Yeah. Egg whites are made of protein. When we whip Here's the Dr. Oh. Manhattan thing. I read that and forgot about it. And I didn't catch him in that image, actually. Yeah, I didn't either. For the record, wow. I was informed. Well, cool. Because it's pretty fast. I did not understand this scene. Yeah. Those walls are <laughs> what she's doing here with the egg whites. 
They won't stay that way if just even a little bit of yolk. I guess like her cover story is that she runs a so, bakery. That's why. Well, no, I just didn't. Well, oh, there's a smiley face. Didn't catch yeah. that before. I didn't catch what she's saying about the separation of the eggs and the whites and how but one does the thing and. Can we eat our yeah, I think I think she's just talking about how like they maintain their separateness. Hmm. Like there's like a membrane there or whatever that. But if you. Uh, break the thing when they run together. Hmm, that sounds like a racial uh, metaphor. Yeah, I think so. I didn't really think about that at all, but yeah. Oh yeah, this whole thing about like Saigon, like that's that's world building thing. Oh, here's Robert Redford, yeah. President Redford in the background. A couple years before. Yeah, I thought that was an interesting uh, backstory too for her character. I was born yeah. Outside of Saigon. Yeah, it threw me, but it was like, when okay, this is like she's wearing this alternate universe. Asian vesting too. Yeah. Did you stay a police officer? Uh, for a while. Liar. I retired. <laughs> Why? Um, I thought it was really weird when she keeps looking at this boy I who turns out to be her son. Right. I'm like, why is he like, so sinister? Yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah, that kid looks like someone they would cast, like, grow up to be Michael Myers or something. Yeah. He's the guy who, yeah, he's the kid who's killing people. Yeah. And the doctors, they had to pull apart my. And I love this, where like, she's over, you know, TMI. She doesn't, for whatever reason, she doesn't understand what's appropriate. I don't understand why, but. Making cakes and cookies was better than getting shot. So I quit the police force and opened up a. Although what's interesting is the bakery's not open yet. Right. I love that word. Excuse me. Your bakery. Did you pay for it with red predation? Tommy. <laughs> Topher. Topher. Mm-hmm. Don't toot your head back. Just I love that. Good first aid tips. <laughs> Why'd you hit him? So you wanted to hit him. He's ten years old. Still wanted to. He said, I'd forget you. I heard him. He's a racist. He's not racist, but he's also <laughs> a <good> star. <laughs> oh, so this was the one of the craziest things that happened this episode. Oh, yeah, this is definitely one of the craziest things. Yeah, this yeah. is like the most. Like they say, they say it's like some kind of dimensional, yeah, rift or I forget yep. how they phrase it. Something like that. But yeah, this definitely threw me. I didn't understand why they were baby squids. <laughs> yeah. I didn't understand why they were squids at all. Yeah. And it's just like we'll just deal with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you just kind of gotta like wait it out. I so guess. awful. Yeah, it's really terrible. Yeah. Kind of reminds me of Magnolia in a way. Yeah. And it's very quick. Yeah. And I guess they melt or something. Yeah, I don't know what's happening. It seems that way, but like, Earth. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Can they like not be alive because they're not in the water? I guess they. I don't know if they. They're dying because. Yeah. See, they kind of melt. I don't know. Yeah.
Yeah, it's just kind of a passing thing. And then we just talk about our lives. Yep. Rinse it off. Yeah, so I don't understand why their kids are white. Um, yeah, I think that's an elephant in the room that they'll have to explain at some point. Yeah. Thanks, baby. <laughs> they don't explain it this episode. Uh oh. This little big one. I gotta go to the bakery. <laughs> you pick up Rosie from school? Gotta go to the bakery. Gotta bake Sweetie, a cake. I need you to go with dad and pick up your sister from school, okay? Don't let him drive too fast. I love you, sweetie. You too. I also love you. Don't drive fast. No TV. No sci fi. So here's our big connection to the backstory of Watchmen World this yeah. story thing. Yeah, I guess they turned it into a TV show, mm -hmm. which is very meta. Yeah. You know, this show, particularly this, how they're characterizing Tulsa, you know, a large black population just in this sort of alternate future or history thing, reminds me of the idea uh, that... Uh, when is it going uh, the Game of Thrones creators wanted to do at HBO, the Confederate series. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, and I feel like this is the good version of that. <laughs> right. I think I can lift 200 uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think sure. it's why it's, pal it's palpable, you know? Um, I, I don't think I, anyone wanted to watch the thing that they had in mind. Um and I'm glad I can watch this version where... Yeah, I would definitely <laughs> rather watch this. Yeah, yeah. 100% there. <laughs> yeah, there are ways to do alternate realities. Mm -hmm. And there's a very particular thing that happens at the end I want to bring up. Uh, yeah, yeah, so that was the introduction of who I guess was the kid from the opening scene. Yeah, yeah. The, it's curious why he's hanging out there. Yeah, it is. It is. What does he know about the bakery? What does he know about anything? What does he know about the, the so, sheriff? All of a sudden, she's in a 1980s action show. <laughs> right. Seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like Miami Vice or... Yeah, it's like Knight Rider, but... Magnum P.I. Uh, yeah, Knight Rider. I guess her name is Sister Knight. That's her. Is that what it is? Okay. Yeah, her, her uh, yeah. character name, her vigilante yeah. name. But yeah, listen, I love Regina King. I think she's she's one of my favorite actresses. And then you're gonna, you know, you're gonna have her kick ass like this. Like I'm just, I'm all about it. Yeah. Also, she looks like a Matrix character, so I think yeah, she's yeah. in the next Matrix movie. The long jacket, yeah. This shot in particular Matrix. with the with the green hue, you know, because in the yeah. with her, in the Matrix, right? The green tint, and this looks like, you know. It's like the Matrix. Yeah, it does. Yeah, I'll watch whatever she's in. Yeah, so she has like the lower face mask, but also yeah. this like paint over yep. her eyes. Soon, she's got both. Black filth will be away. 
and the streets of Tulsa will turn into extinct. So this was super interesting. I love that he's standing outside. I don't know why he's not in the room with. <laughs> yeah, the that's kind of weird. But I loved it. It was so specific. Yeah, it's almost like he he's not supposed to watch this video. I don't know. Right. We are the Seventh Cavalry. We are no one. We are. I do like this idea of this strange white supremacist group that is wearing Rorschach masks. I don't know why Rorschach becomes a white supremacist hero. Yeah, yeah. But hopefully we'll find that out. I feel like they should explain that, yeah. And that time is near. There's definitely a watch thing in this episode. There it is. There, are they who watches the Watchmen? Oh, that made it seem like he was just waiting for his entrance. Cavalry's back. Yeah, see, there's like, he's got a red mask. And... Yeah. Three years of peace. And we convinced ourselves that they were gone. But they were just hibernating. Good thing we know where their caves are. So roll into Nixonville and round them up and drag Nixonville. their asses into the pod for interrogation. Mm. One of them's going to give up the shooting. Yeah, she's got him on her own thing. Oh, right. It looks like a Middle Eastern looking thing. Yeah. And then what's his deal? Uh, I didn't catch. Uh, yeah. An emergency 24 hour. It's like normal office worker, but with a panda head. Yeah, and everyone's just like, this is fine. And nobody likes him. Right. And it's like a gross mask. It's like old and Yeah, gross. it's like dirty. It's weird. Life is under direct and immediate threat? Yes, I do. What about you, Red? Absolutely. Is he like Russian? Oh, he's like, yeah, he's like Russian or something. Yeah. Firearms release is off. There's definitely an accent there. Chief, you're making a mistake. Yeah, well. It's a very bad mistake. <laughs> Please, custodian, Ipsos custodies. The Latin thing also reminded me of Lost. Yeah. And is it just Tulsa? Out. Are the police like this just in Tulsa? Yeah, that's not clear. Why didn't you call me? <laughs> Don't take your feet off my desk, please. Cavalry involved shooting last night. And I don't get a little bighorn until two hours. I do want we like just a show that's her plate. being this character. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a normal procedural, you know? <laughs> right. Right. You were mad that my sitter bailed and you had to suffer through black Oklahoma without having someone to roll your eyes at. Sitter bailed? Yes. Well, you and Cal missed out. Because black Oklahoma was delightful. You are not allowed to <laughs> You're gonna give me the speech now. It's just Oklahoma. About how I'm overreacting by calling Article Four. And I should calm down, take a breath before we're at war again. There's a guy in my trunk. I knew you were gonna tell us to round up the likelies. I just gotta jump on things. You knew? Yes. How do you know he said okay? 
I got a nose for white supremacy, and he smells like bleach. Probably be the best line in the episode. <laughs> so, put him in the pod. The pod reminds put me of uh, Dharma, the uh, yeah. brainwashing thing. Yeah, yeah, the Carl thing. Yeah. It's yeah. a good point. Very similar. Can you wipe your face through that? I was going to ask you a series of questions. What's just that about? Answer them all. It's just to make it shiny. Is it porous and he's sweating through it? Yeah, I just it's a weird gesture. You know why you're here? I'm bitch less I can none. Kicked in my door and put me in the trunk of a fucking car. That is correct. I want my lawyer. Yeah, I feel like they couldn't they do the Rorschach really mask thing, so they got this version, which is similar. Terrorist. Yeah. This thing, the reflections move, like his mask moved in the movie. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. How long have you lived in Tulsa? A little Trent Reznor here. <laughs> six. What do you have for breakfast? Cereal? What do you think? If I defecated on the American flag, how hmm. that make you feel? Defecated? Shit. If I took a shit on the American flag, how oh, Nixon that on make the... you feel? Yeah. Confused. Uh, Mount Rushmore. Yeah. Are you a member of, or do you associate with members of the white supremacist organization known as the 7th Cavalry? believe that trans-dimensional attacks are hoaxes staged by the U.S. government? Trans-dimensional attacks. Are you a member of or do you associate mm -hmm. with members of the white supremacist organization known as the 7th Cavalry? You already asked me that. Should all Americans pay taxes? Yes. Are you a member of or do you associate with members of the white supremacist organization known as the 7th Cavalry? Are you a member of or do you associate with members of the white supremacist organization known as the 7th Cavalry? Are you a member of or do you associate with members of the white supremacist group known as the 7th Cavalry? This is just a weird and interesting bit of like how they do investigations. It's you know it's different than a lie detector test. Mm-hmm. Well, so I'm interested why? Well, how did this come about? <laughs> he knows. Yeah. He should. Are you like you know what we should do? He's not gonna Let's make a pod. Motivation, but he was off the charts on the bias questions. Eyes dilated on all the roar shocks. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, they just like flash things and look like at their eyes. Mm -hmm. It's not even about the questions necessarily. Mm -hmm. Cop got shot. So we're That's a scary nun for the record. 
Yeah, so it's tonight. Still, that's no excuse for how I treated you. Sorry. Yeah, okay. Appreciate your understanding. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I beat him with the rosary. Oh, yeah. I forgot about this scene. This is, uh, like, crazy. Uh, it's like, what is going on in there? It's, like, blood flowing? Like, Jesus. Apparently, this was a reference to the movie that I didn't remember, but... I still don't remember, but apparently this shot of the blood in the water is some reference to the movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, this whole thing oh, it's... That's not all blood. Okay. Yeah. I think, I think that's, yeah. Okay, that makes more sense. Yeah, today's blood. I was like, that is so much blood. Holy shit. <laughs> okay. That makes more sense. Cattle ranch. Okay, so this is like, this is the big action set piece. Mm -hmm. We're almost at the house. Is there any movement inside? Professional cow actors. <laughs> Looks like four. Oh yeah, this watch battery thing. Not 100% clear what that's about. Yeah, I guess we never really find out what they need the batteries for, but they're particular batteries. Yeah. There's something that's like not widely available, I guess, so. Another watch something. reference? Up, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh shit, they're moving. Go. Go now. Classic suicide pills. Classic like machine gun. High caliber, you call that thing. Like, I guess they don't care about their cows very much. No, I think at this point, uh, they're not in it for the cattle. <laughs> like, the cows really get, like, the worst of it here.
Okay, so that's the guy from the beginning. Oh, okay. Yeah. Spit it out, motherfucker. Spit it out. You spit it out, all right. Fuck. I'm not sure what that's Black shot was Captain about. America. Yeah, I couldn't figure that out. It looked like Black Captain America, but I couldn't really tell. It went by so fast. I wouldn't be a Marvel thing. Uh, what are the others? Hopper, two of them got out. They're taking off. They're right under you. Under them? <laughs> that would mean that they're above them. Uh oh. They're not in a van. <laughs> a sky van. That's what I thought when it started. Cause that's like the trope for a scene like that. Mm -hmm. There they are. The Owlmobile. But yeah, it's this weird like, yeah. Yeah, it's almost like a steampunk. Yeah, it is, definitely. So like, I mean, so far, like, the sheriff seems unimpeachable. That's, that is the weirdest thing, when the, it's like a flamethrower on top of it. Yeah, that's the it. weapon it has, I guess. Uh, what do you say the sheriff is what? Like, he doesn't seem to have done anything questionable. What do you mean? Uh, I just mean that, you know, the episode's gonna end with his death, and it calls into question, like, what he's done, or what he's connected to, or why he's killed. Oh, uh, so, it makes sense. I'm just looking for... Later. Is it explained in the episode? Something happens later that makes me connect why he died to what happens. I forgot what it was. Okay, it hasn't happened yet. Because I was saying, in that scene, like, it seemed like he was very sincerely trying to stop the plane. Mm-hmm. You know, like, so far... You mean why he dies from the writer's standpoint? Or from within the story standpoint? From within the story. Are you okay? Okay. I think someone finds out his identity. Oh, shit. And, and uh, I, I, I think my idea was that because this group is resurging and he has help take down their group that that's why they retaliate against him okay so you don't think the guy who was there is the one who actually killed him no the guy who just died no 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 the guy who's there like the guy who is presumably the kid from the opening scene okay whatever we'll talk about it when we get there oh lewis gossett jr <laughs> yes lewis gossett jr no i don't think he killed him you don't think he killed him? Because no. in that scene, uh, in his first scene, he's like, you think I could lift 200 pounds? Like, it seemed to me like that could be a setup for the idea that he did it, you know? Because that's what it would require. No, he's not the guy. I don't think he's the one. No, I think the white supremacist group killed him. Okay. Uh, and and uh, I don't think he's the one who, like, you know, busted his tires and... Okay, see, frail. I thought he laid the thing, and I thought he lifted him, because he can lift 200 pounds. I thought that was clues, okay. I don't know. well, I'll keep that in mind as I watch this, <laughs> but I did not think right. he, I didn't think he killed him. Okay, okay, okay. So that's why I was trying to find, like, 
something going on with the sheriff where it's like, mm -hmm. is there some questionable thing in his family or whatever? There's a shot. There's an ominous shot of a photograph later. Okay, sorry. I just got to acknowledge this. Yeah. Jeremy What's happening Irons. on screen right now? Yeah. <laughs> like, I didn't understand any of this. This, this like, Jeremy cut. Irons, like, quasi-Downton Abbey, yeah. like, scene that we cut to. Well, and it's not even, it's not, like, overtly sexual. You think she's doing one thing, but she's mm -hmm. actually massaging his leg. Yeah. But then they're both, like, in love with him, clearly. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Or just the classic British fealty or something, I don't know. Exactly, but... yeah. It's your anniversary. That's why that's why it reminds me of Downton Abbey. It's like yeah. Yeah, this like weird bond of mm -hmm. serving. You're my master, so I love you. Yeah. yeah. This is so like weird cake that he This is very Lindelof right here, like just cutting to this out of nowhere. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is this? It looks delicious. And this episode makes no connection. Yeah, it was like how do you make a honeycomb into a cake and there's a horseshoe? Yeah, I know, I know. Like <laughs> that is a horseshoe, Mr. Phillips. Oh, Mr. Phillips. I'm and it's like he just realized it. Would a knife be more appropriate? Like that? That's weird. Well, well, it's like he, yeah, he was like, oh, I thought you would want a horseshoe. Yeah, like why though? Why did you think? Because it's lucky. I don't know. <laughs> like that's just. So and then weird. he makes an expression. Is it not good? I mean, it is a honeycomb. I don't yeah. even get it. Yeah, there's yeah. all kinds of questions here. Yeah, this is this is definitely, aside from the squid, one of the weirdest parts of the episode. Yeah. And I don't think Jeremy Irons comes back. No, no, this is it. And there's no clear tie-in, except for the, like, watch thing. Yeah. It's a very nice watch, though. Oh, yeah. Some drawings of it, like, when he opens it, it's like, yeah, that looks exquisite. Spaces were most intricate. But I tried my very best to get it to function. I wanted to surprise you, sir. Speaking of surprises... I have a surprise for you. I've started writing a play. It's a tragedy. In five acts. When it's finished, I want the two of you to play the leading roles. Yeah, that's weird. That's very weird. And what should you call it, Master? Watchmaker's son. Which is super weird. Yeah, it's like... Son. Yeah, there's some watch thing, but I, I yeah, I don't know what to do with that. Maybe and that was it. Maybe come back in handy and it'll come back, or... I love this whole thing with the coke. I love that nobody cares. You know what I mean? It's not like, oh, he's got a big secret. Yeah. So that'll, be the, that'll be the drama is his secret coke habit. Right. Like, the adults know. Like, it's it's not a thing. Yeah. 
I guess, yeah, I guess that's the first time you see him doing something like a little bit questionable. Mm -hmm. Cal, I'm taking away your TV. But so their reaction to, to it, their reaction to it makes you go, oh, it's not a big deal. Right. Oh, no, that's horrible. Cal, this was a wonderful meal. And that was great because you think, oh, it's just a secret that the cops know that he mm -hmm. does this. But then later the wife is like, yeah, it was coming out of your nose. And it's like, oh, okay, everybody knows. Oh, well, you didn't even tell him. I spared him. What's, what's happening? But you didn't know that you're... This could be a thing. scene from Leftovers. Babe? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Nobody hates Oklahoma. You did. No, I thought it was great. Then why'd you tell me at intermission that their hearts weren't in it? Really? Their hearts weren't in it. He's just jealous because he played Curly in high school. No way. Curly, Curly is the star of Oklahoma. He gets the girl, he kills the bad guy, and he sings a lot. Sing, Uncle Judd. No, no, no. Yeah, Uncle Judd, sing. No, no. So this is the scene where you know he's going to die later? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Some people claim that you are to blame as much as I. Why do I take the trouble to bake my favorite pie? There's also something a little bit Leland Palmer about this. Mm -hmm. Weird, like... A guy hopped up on drugs who's, like, yeah. being and singing, yeah. Show tunes, like... Your hand feels so grand He's gonna die later. People will say we're in love. <laughs> Don't dance all night with me till the stars fade from above. There's a ticking sound. Ticking down to his death. Is that foreshadowing? Yeah, that's a good point. Right the ticking is interesting. Oh, you know what? That's what the white supremacists did. They were tick TikTok. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's probably were. what that is. Probably connecting it to that. <laughs> yeah. I think that's what that's about. Watch batteries. Mm -hmm. I pulled a duffel out of that plane you blew up. There's a couple of hundred of them in there. Well, can't you just buy those at any old store? Not any old Not store. Anymore. The Don't you know that? Well, whatever. Exposition. Yeah. Oh, forget it. Cowboys gonna make it. Cancel. I don't know. But that fucker in the video said that they had a mission. And it was gonna happen soon. Yeah, they're calling back Aren't to that. As the ticking happens. Oh, Angela. Yeah. I'm worried as fuck. Hey. What are you two talking about that's taking so long? Oh, nothing. Just the end of the world. Very lost. He just did it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're right. The clock is ticking. We're running out of time. Yeah, this is, so this was, I, I'm glad they did this. So that anyone who's watching is like, Second, where are the Watchmen? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you know, where are the characters I, yes, I've sir, heard of? Yeah. And they go, okay, they well, are a sure, part of this world. They're just not the main characters. Right. Him, but 
you know, uh, well, yeah, there's always a chance of a surprise with Governor, but we gave him a pretty good taste of what happens when you take one arm. Yeah, he literally just said it, chance of reprisal. <laughs> yeah, that's true. How'd it do? It sounded very confident. That's because, my dear, I'm full of confidence. Yeah, I noticed some of it coming out of your <laughs> nose at dinner. Oh, well. Oh. It's been a tough, it's been a tough week. Yeah. Everybody needs a little cocaine after a tough he week. He just, like, crash in a owl plane. That's true. It's a hospital. Charlie Sutton just woke up. I'm going to change in my uniform. I'm going to go over there and we'll see him. Maybe. Maybe we shouldn't try that. That was an interesting line. He's like, I'll get one of the boys to do it, but he does it. Yeah, you're right. Okay, so this little picture thing was the other thing that made me think there was some, like, past family connection or something is the reason he was killed. Mm. It did get ominous there. Yeah. I thought it was just like, oh, he's a lawman because his daddy was a lawman. Mm-hmm. But now we're back to the 70s horror music. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. It's, it's, it's like when they're driving. Yeah, it's interesting that he didn't get one of the boys to drive him. And I also thought it was weird that he wasn't immediately suspicious that he might be in danger. Yeah. He's just kind of like, oh, let me go check it out. Like a mm-hmm. horror movie by, you know, like not right. really understanding. <laughs> like as soon as he sees his tires, he should have been like, okay, problem. Yeah. And then he sees this thing and he's still like not alarmed. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would think it would be like call for backup immediately. Yeah. Now, the other thing that could connect to the sinister thing with his, that picture is maybe he was playing both sides, you know? Mm-hmm. Maybe his dad used to be part of that group or something. Or, That's what I was wondering. Yeah, like, uh, and they killed him because he, you know, he's a double agent and he went too far or something in, in taking them down. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah. it is ripe to to have this obsessively good guy for Regina King to find out that he was a bad guy. Yeah, yeah. And that like, there's you know maybe secret uh, supremacists in the police force or something or. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could definitely see them doing that. Yes. Your father, Marcus Who is this? So back to your thing about 
Lewis Gassett Jr. Like, how does he know who she is? And then how does he know that the that that uh, Don Johnson is in the tree? Mm-hmm. If he's this. not the one who did it, yeah, I love that whole like. <laughs> yeah, that's that like. Thing. Watch the street. Anybody pulls up other than I also like that he's not that the husband isn't in the dark about who she really is. Right. Playing that game. Yeah. 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 In the earlier scene, it was a little ambiguous. Mm -hmm. But part of that was just that you know we didn't know as the audience. But yeah, I would definitely say in terms of plot, like the main plot, uh, this is the most unclear thing in the episode. Yeah, I mean, it could be that Don Johnson's dad might have been involved. In oh, the, even the uh, light. Even the light the is light. like what Don Johnson saw. Yeah, that's true. I thought this also called back to the light from the uh, raid at the cattle farm. Um, so we're oh. supposed to think the white supremacists are here. Mm-hmm. I do think you're supposed they to think saw, that. They saw... Don Johnson had a strobe light, and that was just a constant light, but... True. I don't think there's any way this guy can be bad, though. I don't think there's any way he's... I don't think guy. he's bad, necessarily, but I think it's it's just a question of why yeah, he did this. It could be that That's Don Johnson's dad could have been involved in the uh, mm -hmm. Tulsa riot. That's what I was thinking. Or even and grandfather, because that was a long then, time ago. And then, yeah. Well, he may have been young, very young back then. Right, right. And then uh, Louis Gossett Jr. is getting revenge on his family line or something. Yeah. I don't think there's any way he could have lifted, he could have strung this guy up and did all this stuff and by himself. I just don't think so. <laughs> Unless he's got magic powers. Yeah, I don't know. The, it seems like that's what happened to the, me, but I agree that it's not clear cut. It definitely. The real question is why would he present himself to Regina King this way? Yeah. Like, why would he take credit and show her? Like, why would he make himself seem like the likely suspect, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, turning on the light, the phone call, all that stuff. Back to the sheriff's bag. There it is. You're right. And then we get the watchman call back with the blood on the smiley face. But now oh, it's man. the blood on it's the badge. Yeah. That that was a Symmetry. Yeah. That was a nice touch. It is. Bloop. Yeah. Yeah. Looks like he was chief of police. Okay. Okay. That makes All right. Sense. Yeah. I mean, it was well done. There's a lot of interesting questions that it raises, you know, some nice dramatic things, setting up some cool characters. Uh, the world seems interesting. I, now I don't, you know, it has, it didn't hook me in terms of like, I, I, I got any sense of what the long-term story is or like why I should keep watching, you know, mm -hmm. so like, oh, we, you know, lost, right? We have to get off yeah. the island. Right, um, right. 
Right. So it did Or really like for me, like what was what's the monster? What um, yes. who's the who's the French woman on the message? What's mm-hmm. why is there a polar bear here? I guess it has some things that are a little bit along that line, but I agree that it it's not it's not directly obvious what the point of the show is. Yeah. You know, there's there's a conflict with you know this like seventh cat who I I feel like they're almost like the guilty remnant in a way, yeah. or I guess like the others. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, does it even matter? You know, like how I don't know, like how interesting can they really be? Yeah. So then, like, <laughs> you know, I mean, no offense, but like, it's just such a. Uh, yeah, just obviously like horrible group of people that it's sort of like I, I don't know. Uh, I feel like the ending opens the door to maybe a more complicated plot uh, than it seemed to be, mm-hmm. uh, which I think is interesting. And I think for me, that's the main thing I want to know in the next episode, or the main reason I want to watch the next episode is to understand that ending. Yep. Like that was that was the thing where I was like, oh, what, huh? Who? Why? How? Like that's uh, <laughs> that that's definitely the thing that hooked me uh, the most in terms of going forward. But mm-hmm. as an episode, like contained, yeah, like it was uh, it was I, definitely enjoyable. The world's yeah. interesting. The actors are good. The production was good. Um, uh, it was not the most obvious Watchmen pilot that i would have expected probably the least obvious yeah (laughs) yeah exactly yeah um yeah i think this this really hit a sweet spot for me you know without it being like completely mind-blowing uh but you know i give it a b plus you know like really entertaining and interesting even rewatching it the second time i was still involved in all the scenes um, okay. You know, so I think it, it's a really good pilot Lord going, Blake, you know, FBI. making me want to uh, keep watching going forward. Folks assume the and um, the thing I wanted to say, saying. though, there are people there's that two things I want to say, actually. So one, you know, in terms of it having any relation to our current political climate, I, I think this is the only thing I've seen where... You know, at least so far, I felt like I could watch it and get some 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 things that relate to our current political climate, but without it being completely disheartening and dystopian and just making me not want to watch it because it's so tied to our current political climate, right? So it hit that kind of sweet spot there. Yeah, yeah. The other thing I wanted to mention was, you know, as a as a as a black person, my entire life. Um, <laughs> not temporarily. Um, no, no, no. It's been a long time, and uh, you know it's very hard to deal with Black history uh, in America because it's you know has so many tragedies, and you, you find yourself in this um, catch twenty two of wanting to know the history, but that comes at a, at an emotional cost. And one of the things I like about this pilot is, A, starting with the Tulsa riot, it was depicted in a way that was realistic without it being um, too gruesome and too... um, uh, uh, There's a word that's coming to me. um, uh, 
sensational is that the yeah, word? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, That's like excessively dwelling exploitative, on the exploitative. Yeah, and then uh, the parallel to that, the end shot. I thought, you know, we're used to lynching. You know, obviously being historically a black people, right? And mm-hmm. so I thought seeing this white man hung called into question or brought to your mind the, the our real world history of lynching but actually spared me in particular of having to see a black person lynched mm-hmm. which would have been getting to that emotional place that's sort of too much yeah uh not that seeing anyone lynched is good but but right. i think that was a very specific choice and i, and I guess my whole point here is that the way they depicted these issues was really smart and mm-hmm. really um, delicate and deliberate and gave me a really good sense of how cognizant they are of the material that they're dealing with. Mm-hmm. And that because a lot of times it can be too much, you know, to, to see, even if it's, even if the story needs it, right, or demands yeah. it, it can still be too much. And I and that'll be the thing I, I kind of want to see how they deal with going forward. Um, how do you walk that line between depicting these gruesome things that are real or connected to our reality um, without it being so much that you just, that it just replicates the horror, right? To where you don't even why, why do i need to watch this i know what the real story is you know right and that's a really hard thing to do and i thought um you know my, one of my big takeaways from this pilot was like damon lindelof really likes black people um because mm-hmm. i thought he took great care of depicting these characters and and also just from like season two of leftovers you know yeah 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 um and i just thought he's it's it's a it's a it's an interesting thing to do but i thought this proved to me the way you know obviously regina king being like the star but like the context of this pilot tells me that he is very interested in telling stories from the black person's lens which is a very particular thing to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and so far, he's they're doing it well. Um, and so that'll be a thing I look forward. Uh, I'm going to be looking out going forward is how do they how do they do that? You know. Um, yeah. And uh, and also how do they not make you know the white characters just uh, you know they're the bad ones always right. you know because right. you don't necessarily want it to be that kind of binary yeah yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You, even the the white supremacist characters you know how are they going to make whatever goals they have or motivations they have you know they don't have to make them empathetic or sympathetic but at least realistic mm-hmm. and have a point larger than they're just racist you right know? um yeah so that so it's a, it's a it's I guess, you know, the subject matter here, they didn't have to take on, right? And that's what's interesting no. is they didn't have to no. have this context to tell a Watchmen story. So the fact that they chose yeah. to do that, like the most fraught context you probably could have, um, you know, the racial lens uh, yeah. means that it was that critical to them. And it also tells me that 
the story that they have in mind is that specific. That yeah. That was the way they had to tell it. Yeah. 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 And it, it's not a, uh, I mean the, the comics, the movie or whatever, nothing like that in terms of, I mean, mm -hmm. it's political, but there is not a racial angle there at all. It's, yeah. it's, it's pretty much all white characters. If I remember right, are there any mm -hmm. characters who aren't white in the movie? Not I can't that I remember. remember any, uh so yeah it's like so not that at all it's not the obvious thing to do um but it but it actually fits i think it makes sense mm -hmm. uh within the world and finding a way to make that work is uh interesting it's like yeah i guess i appreciate the fact that it's um trying to take on something serious in the context of a comic book adaptation but but yeah it's not just um i mean you know it's not the same for me but uh, but nonetheless, like uh, if you're talking about, I mean, I feel this way, generally speaking, about any kind of depiction of, you know, just like real life atrocities, you know, I think, um, uh, you know, even if I'm not personally connected to it, it's it's uh, it's just not necessarily. Um, something i want to watch mm -hmm. <laughs> most mm -hmm. usually I, I don't know like schindler's list or something you know it's like yeah this it, it could just be like wallowing in misery that's so mm -hmm. uh i mean i don't mind watching uh stories that uh depict suffering or whatever but um when it's tied up with this real thing it it, it has this extra level mm -hmm. that really kind of can make me not even want to engage with it um, especially if it's not saying something new about it if it's just yeah. telling you the, the the thing you already know it's kind of like well why do i need to relive this yeah which again why the tulsa riot opening was interesting because it's something a lot of people didn't know about yeah, yeah and I, yeah. honestly i feel like they could go back to that again because it wasn't clear what was really happening and why right right uh, you got the general yeah. sense but it still was just on the surface of like well who really started this and what was really the problem and yeah uh how yeah. far did this go and that kind of thing you know yeah yeah and i feel like with lewis gossett jr being being a character you know mm -hmm. from who survived that and who's you know positioned in the ending as being a significant figure yeah in the plot going forward i feel like they will address that on some yeah. in some way um because i think yeah it's uh uh it's it was it was actually shocking to me uh when i learned that that was a thing like what i mean not that i didn't know anything bad ever happened along those lines but it mm -hmm. it, it was really extreme i yeah I, I i was like to the extent that you know it just seemed like how could this be a thing that uh, that i never the heard the more of extreme it is <laughs> and the more it makes the powers that be look bad the the less you'll know about it and that's literally just how it goes um you know that's just it i mean they have the most incentive to hide it from people when it's the worst thing ever you know, uh, and that's why you don't know about it. That's why it's not taught in history. And you see that a lot, yeah. you know, when people want to rewrite history books and school books and textbooks, and they want to literally whitewash the history. You know, they want to say, oh, the slaves, they they were happy to have the jobs or 
they were treated very well, or if they didn't miss their homeland, you know, or whatever, yeah. you know, and those types of things, you know, and, and, and why would you, you know, why would a predominantly white culture want to tell their predominantly white children of the horrors that their white ancestors committed, right? Like, obviously, they wouldn't want to do that. They want to have the rosy thing. So you feel like, oh, I'm validated in my existence. You know, I'm not complicit in any crimes. <laughs> my yeah. grandfather was fine. He was great, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, I guess it's like, it's like what I learned was very generic in a way. It's like mm -hmm. there was slavery. There was lynchings. Yep. You know, I got that. You know, there was various levels of yep. discrimination and oppression and so mm -hmm. on. Jim Crow um, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I knew, you know, but like, and you know, I know about like some certain like specific incidents, but it's just uh, the scale is just so I don't know. Mm -hmm. It was it. I was just like, I type it in, like, okay, there's a whole page about it. You could read on and on. It's like, I don't know. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, I get it, but I guess it's just it's just very naive of me. Well, yeah, and there's like, where was surprised. the movie about this, right? Where was the Academy Award winning? Yeah, 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 exactly. This event? Exactly. Yeah. It's like, it's about time. Like, and it's weird that this would be the show. That this like... is where we, <laughs> he likes to, and interesting that it's Tulsa too. It's interesting that he, you know, he did that with, with Leftovers where he likes a small town and it's oh, almost right. like an island, you know, it's you're like, right. here's this thing that's isolated from the larger culture yeah. where, where I can go in and, and talk about a, a story that has a particular old history that relates to the new story i'm telling and yeah it's very related yeah he's got his things man i didn't he's think got about that yeah even jarden like being in texas it's like not yep. that far away I, yeah yep. that's a good point this is a good mm -hmm. point i didn't realize he had that like weird yeah. like southern <laughs> fixation uh-huh uh -huh. uh, i wouldn't have said that before but now that you mention it now it's a pattern it's weird yeah that's a good point that's a good point. Yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, to see where the story goes. And I, I and again, I think like a, a lot of times that, you know, I know I can tell when I'm confident in the director or the writer's vision when there's questions I have and I believe I'll get the answers to them and I'm not super anxious that I don't understand everything moment to moment, you mm -hmm. know? And I felt like the world building here is in that category of like, there's things I don't get, but I'm okay not knowing it right away because I feel like right. it will that they have a plan and they're painting a picture and they're gonna tell me what I need to know when I need to know it and I can just sit back and relax and absorb it, you know? Mm -hmm. And and most shows and movies don't get to that level because they don't have anyone at the helm who's competent that way, you know? So right. I think that 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 was really palpable here. Yeah. 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 I mean, to me, it's just great to have a show that's on now that, mm -hmm. um, you know, that I actually want to watch. I, I don't know. I've just, I've been in this uh, mode of watching old shows uh, mm -hmm. for a while and, and not just not being into new shows that much. I mean, like Game of Thrones ended, you know, and it was just like, I mean, yeah. and that was like a fucking train wreck. It was horrible, yeah. but uh, but it was a show I was watching, you know, yeah, uh, like a current show I was watching. But and, it, you know, I mean, with the Damon Lindelof connection, it's kind of tied to the old days. But um, 
but it's also you know it doesn't feel like a show that would have been made uh you know in 2004 for example it's yeah. it's it, it does it does feel like it's uh it's current and yet like you said it's not so current that it's like literally depicting you know the world of trump or something you know it's, mm-hmm. it's uh it's removed enough while at the same time having yeah. having some relevance yeah it's, it's, a, it's a good balance they had a yeah. plan they clearly like knew what they wanted to do and and it, there's a there's definitely a very um palpable level of uh confidence in the story that Mm -hmm. uh is uh compelling to watch and yeah no i was i was really pleased and i I, when i first heard about the Watchmen, i was like not excited about this show at all it's way better than i was expecting it to be yeah like i thought it was just going to be an adaptation of the comics and it just Mm -hmm. seemed like boring to me i didn't like the movie that much it was like whatever uh this is like probably the you know in a you know in a believable universe the best possible version of this uh that i could have expected mm-hmm. so yeah i'm i'm which very was happy to leave it. the watchman story behind and start something new exactly <laughs> exactly yeah, yeah, yeah no it's the me. best idea i mean it worked on the leftovers too you know it's like yep. that that can be a good approach sometimes don't just adapt the thing like use it as a uh as a point to depart and make your own mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. So I'm curious what, you know, the big Lindelofian mystery things are going to happen and, and, you know, what's he going to try to get us to believe in fantastical things, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, the whole transdimensional attack squid thing. I'm curious if that's going to ramp up and, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and are they, are they really going to, you know any of the old superhero characters from the Watchmen story how do they relate to this world and are they going to come back are they in New York or something or Mm -hmm. are they going to come to Tulsa is the story going to stay in Tulsa Mm -hmm. Um, and I am curious about the larger world Um, you know how how it's different or similar to our current world Uh, because they did a good job of focusing on Tulsa but I'm curious how the rest of it plays out in the whole Louis Gossett Jr. thing and what his character is all about and mm-hmm. um, I mean what yeah. could he really do or know right yeah 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 no I like that it's like you get the you get the scene with the kid in the first part mm-hmm. you get that one scene outside the bakery yep. and then you get this ending thing and it's it's yeah it's not enough to really know what's going on but it's enough to be uh intriguing i guess to make you want to uh want to know what's going on there mm-hmm. and and damon likes his uh old black guys who are slightly magical so uh <laughs> I, I wouldn't be surprised if this guy has some weird some weird magic you know the magic black man trope thing so right he's just like yeah he's just got really strong arms yeah he's super strong for some reason (laughs) yeah 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 i mean that's not just damon lindelof that's a that's yeah i mean he didn't as you know but but he likes it yeah yeah no he's definitely used it before and commented on it directly so yeah yeah 
but but it's it's interesting i i I like that the ominous music was great i feel Mm -hmm. like that was actually the thing that stood out the most to me on the rewatch this time like Mm -hmm. it's like this is a weird vibe i think there was only two times and it was both when the sheriff was driving yeah at night in the street that it was 70s horror music for no reason yeah yeah, it's so strange. It's like, God, why is this like, it's like Halloween or it's like mm-hmm. Suspiria or something. It's like, what mm-hmm. the fuck? It's so, it's such a weird, uh, it's such a weird mood for the show that doesn't seem and like it, was, it should feel like that. Yeah, and overall, there was just a weird mix of music. There was some 80s stuff. Mm-hmm. There was some modern stuff. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> it wasn't all like one thing i guess yeah um and there wasn't a title sequence yeah it's uh, true so i wonder if they're gonna just keep with the, the 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 episode title will just be in the in the visual frame you know mm-hmm. it'll just show up somehow and that's it the, yeah the... sometimes in the pilot they don't put the title sequence so I yeah think exactly. we'll next week yep uh if they're gonna do one or not Let the watchman be. <laughs> yeah, but overall, yeah. yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. I'm excited. Yeah, I agree. It's I don't I'm not I don't think I'm really watching any current shows right now. Um Yeah. So I'm 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 glad to uh to have this and uh you yeah, know, it's wait great. week to week, but I think sometimes that's nice to have to wait, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it depends on the show, but definitely the way that David Lindelof writes things, I think it's mm-hmm. better to have time. Yeah. Because uh, I think, um, yeah, I think when you just get it all thrown at you, it doesn't have the same impact. Mm-hmm. I would also say that about Twin Peaks. Oh, yeah. Like, in general, like, I think... Um, shows with strong mystery elements yeah i think think mystery shows need some breathing room and i think like action shows week to week is good i mean uh having all at once so you could just binge through the action is is good yeah yeah action and procedural type stuff right um but yeah the whole don johnson thing was really surprising I uh, didn't see it coming that he was going to die at the end. A little stunt. Yeah. Thing, I guess. Yeah. 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 When I saw that scene again, I was like, yeah, I should have known, you know, the singing and then the whole, like, I'm filled with confidence. You know, it's almost mm-hmm. like Dougie, all of our dreams are coming true. It's like, yeah, okay. he, yeah. <laughs> it's like he got overconfident because he was high or something. Yeah. And, and, uh, Something's going to go wrong here. Yeah. That's what this is heading for. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, you're right. The cocaine, the cocaine was the the most like questionable thing, but it was handled in a very light way. It wasn't clear mm-hmm. how bad it was. You know, it seems like he's performing his job. It, it doesn't yeah. seem it like... It seems like it was just like a thing he does sometimes, not like he's a drug addict. And, yeah. And it's causing him to Which is interesting. You don't see cocaine depicted that way very often. Yeah, that's what was... Yeah, that's... Because he's like the sheriff, or... Uh, not sheriff, uh, chief of police or whatever. Chief of but, police, yeah. And, but it's like, it's not a big deal if he takes the edge off with a little coke, you know? Yeah. Like, oh, that's fine. 
you yeah. know, around the kids, you know? Like, sure. Yeah. Fine. yeah. Um, so I thought that was that was interesting. And I I like that. I like when these like you know, these usual dramatic elements, like we just get to skip past it because it's so boring. Cause there's only mm-hmm. you know, we've seen all the scenes you can get out of someone's secret drug habit. We've seen right. all those scenes. It's same way with like my secret identity as a vigilante. We know how those scenes play out. Mm-hmm. So like the her husband knowing that. that, yeah, I'm so glad they just skip past that and then yeah. we can like get to new ideas that are interesting. Dexter bullshit or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Like, no, I agree. What's he gonna do if he finds out? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. a good point. That's a good point. They bypass a lot of obvious things that mm-hmm. they could have made central points in the series and clearly yeah. they're not going to because it's not yep. even a thing. Yep. So yeah, that's a good point. Not just like developing something interesting, but signaling that we're not going to do this like shitty thing that's kind of obvious. Yeah, that you've seen before and you know yeah. how it's going to go and it's not even a big deal to begin with. And, right. You know, um, you know, now it could be a little foreshadowing. Oh, okay, if he was doing a little coke, maybe there's mm-hmm. something else. Maybe he's the bubble. Yeah. Blah, you know, so it could go down that road, but. Yeah, uh, you know, they could say, oh, well, where do you think he was getting it from? Oh, okay, maybe, you know, the white supremacist group, uh, they're, they're drug dealers or, you know, so right. maybe there's some way to tie it together with that. But um, but I am curious. Yeah, like you said, the big mystery of like, why was he killed? I assume it's just a straightforward, he busted up their, you know, their their group there. He killed a couple of their guys. He stopped their operation and this is the retaliation for that um but the lewis gossett jr being there adds this extra element of of surprise to to that otherwise straightforward kind of yeah 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 i think that i think that creates uh, a level of interest and yeah like i said that was my main like plot engine thing where it's like okay i i want to see how they Mm -hmm. where they go from there basically because it, like, it, it is wasn't he, is he clairvoyant yet? And so when he said, like, can I lift 200 pounds? That means, like, he knows that guy's going to die. Yeah, I know. I know. That's the thing. Well, if he's planning to do it, then that's how he would know that it's good. You know, if he's the one who actually did the thing, mm-hmm. then it wouldn't necessarily require powers to be like, I'm going to. Yeah, gonna... but why would you, why would he telegraph that to her? You it's know? a good question. It's a good question. Yeah. <laughs> I have no idea. But I'm just saying, I'm just saying, maybe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But he called her. He's clearly like got his eye on her for some reason. Yeah. Um. So yeah, yeah. I kind of wanted her to be the baby he finds at the end, but clearly the age. Yeah, that age that doesn't way. work at all. They have to have some time travel. I saw a crackpot theory on Twitter that she was the baby, and it's like, mm-hmm. okay, that's gonna involve some crazy shit because yeah. she's not even close to that old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Regina King, don't you know you're 80 years old? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> My wrinkle cream's real good. <laughs> like, yeah, you're doing a lot for 80. Nice. Black don't crack. <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, thanks for... Uh, joining us for this uh, episode. We'll be back next time with uh, episode two of Watchmen. Hell yeah. That was great. See you next time.
Until then, watch the Watchmen. <laughs> watch out. Watch your drug habits. <laughs> Bye. Bye.